It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to Nashville. You ever been to Nashville? No, first time. This is your first time, this isn't my it? my first time, What do yeah. you think? Not, not a fan of the arena. I like the city. I like the foods. See, you're so poisoned. <laughs> Never ask reporters what they think of arenas because all we'll tell you is about the logistics for the reporters. That's it. It's not great. I do like the food. Not Honestly, not a fan of country music. So. She's Taylor Haas. I'm Dan Kovacevic. We're from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Penguins 3, Predators 1. Uh, maybe not the ideal way for that game to have gone, at least not in terms of overall performance. But yeah. that's three wins in a row. Yeah, I don't know. I, I had a comment like our live file. Like they've had a, so many games lately where it's like they dominate the uh, opponent in the first period, but they have nothing to show for it. Flip the script this time. They were dominated the first period and nothing to show for it, and it worked out in my favor. Yeah, they they no they were not happy with that first period. Uh, I mentioned the, the term first period to Brian Rust, and he just looked at me and went, "Break away in the first ten seconds? Are you kidding?" Uh, it, it didn't go well. Uh, they were outshot. They were outplayed. They were really outskated yeah. by the younger Predators and everything. But then? Well, then, I mean, they turned it around in the second period. They were the dominant team. The second period, again, had nothing to show for it, though. And it, 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 this, this did have the feeling, I think, at first of, you know, first goal wins. Um, <laughs> I guess, thankfully for the Penguins, that wasn't the case. Right. Uh, Doug because- McKinney says two points is two points. Uh, Daniel Neal says, wow, they survived after some brutal that's, Yeah, that's turnovers. what I was about to get to. Mark Jankowski's uh, opening goal, Blitang, take-to-take pass to Mark Jankowski. Uh, not what you want to see, just you know, mental lapse there. But um, If you have questions or comments, leave them on YouTube or Facebook, and we'll be able to get to them here on the screen here. Chris Morelli says, Jari finally played well. What? He's had a couple it's good games. Since, yeah, he, he was, you know, a little slow when he first came back from his injury, just getting back into it. But he's been, he's been fine since. Chris, are you one of those who just watches these games and just says, goalie good, goalie bad? Because if you are, just come back and say so. I mean, that was – I mean, he's been building up to this, actually, I thought, since he's returned to the lineup, uh, where he, he looks like he's getting a little bit stronger, a little bit sturdier on his skates, a little more aggressive. And, Taylor, he made two – Breakaway stops on Michael Granlund. Clean 100-foot breakaways. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I know what you liked best was that flurry at the end there. Yeah, when, you know, the Predators were pushing hard. A couple of quick saves in succession just uh, to, you know, keep the, the Penguins in the lead. So, yeah, he, he was great. 
Uh, Gary Anderson says, DOC has been so impressive. I don't think he'll be coming out of the lineup anytime soon. Actually, that's the exact reason he'll come out of the lineup. I mean, they really can't afford to take him out of the lineup. Just with <laughs> they the... couldn't afford it before. They did it anyway. No, I'm saying with like, I don't think he's coming out because the only extra forward right now is Ryan Paling, who's not healthy. I don't, I don't think we're going to see anyone called up, um, even with Brock McGinn going down, because I think they're going to try to keep the daily cap at as low as possible until they get into the trade deadline, because right now they're banking on used cap space. They could go into the trade deadline with five and a half million in cap space. They really should be pulling it up. To- I don't know McGinn's going down. It's not up to Mike Sullivan. I'm just saying. I don't know that he's going down. I, he's going down. I, I will believe that when I see it. Uh, Mike says, McGinn gets a point the day he's waived. Does Hextall get lucky twice and some GM claims him? She thinks Carolina is going to take him. I, I think there are teams. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think I'd be surprised either way. I, I was surprised when Kaepernick got claimed. I think I'd be even maybe a little, a little more surprised if McGinn gets claimed. Carolina is a team, though. I mean, he did have success there. Carolina has a ton of cap space with Pacioretty on, on long to my R. So. And, yeah, and you would think that with the Hurricanes – I, let's just put it this way. She and I were just downstairs. Mike Sullivan was the last one to talk. I could be wrong on this because we can all take our guesses and have different senses about things. I thought Sullivan was actually getting a little bit emotional. Yeah, when I mean, it came the, to talking about McGinn. The first, yeah, the first two questions, you know, he got were about McGinn. He was asked about, you know, just the way McGinn played through some difficult circumstances, and he just had like nothing but praise, talking about how uh, highly, you know. The, the, McGinn's character, how high his character must be to be able to play through being on waivers and have a good game. And then um, I asked him, you know, just what hasn't worked with McGinn right. here this season. And Sullivan said, I don't think that's the question. And Sullivan, you know, just nothing but praise for me. I don't like it when the coach tells you what your question's supposed to be, no, but never I mean, mind. He, he didn't have a single bad thing to say about McGinn. He's like, you know, he's a guy who doesn't have to show up on the score sheet every night to, to be successful. And then McGinn hasn't showed up on the score sheet in 26 straight games. I would say that's things not working out, but. Um, yeah, Eric says, nice win. Power play struggling. No adjustments with personnel and alignment. Rush and zone entries are not working. Uh, I can tell you, Eric, in a conversation I had with, with Sid after this, that Sid in particular pointed toward the power play yeah. uh, he wanted to see the power play take command of this game because it had those opportunities and that just didn't happen and i'm talking as i'm sure he was as well talking specifically about power play one yeah because power play two actually looked pretty good yeah yeah even yeah. even even in, jeff carter looked good i mean it, the way he was in front of the net i was gonna say even yeah. in the morning skate power play two looks better um and they have actually made adjustments to power play too. It's like taking Pedersen off, they put Heinen on. But uh, I don't know what you what you want to see. With Austin says, "Are the Penguins really considering trading Pedersen or POJ?" See, this is what, I see, know what, what, what are we doing here? I know where this is coming from. There's a reporter who said like maybe it would it make sense for make the, stuff up. No, it's like it, it was just speculation. Like maybe the Penguins would have to move these out aren't of defense, reports. Like Pedersen, P- it, it's not a rumor. It's just someone saying like maybe this would make sense. This is the silliest time of the year. By the way, since I, I, I cover all three of Pittsburgh's teams, there's nothing like the way hockey fans fall for any name that goes that goes out yeah. there. Don't take this personally, okay? It's the hockey fan culture. If you tried stuff like this in baseball or football, they'd laugh at you. But Well, no, it's not even like – I'm not even talking about, like, fake reports. It's like people just say, maybe this may – you know, I, Danny and I have been talking a lot about how we think moving out Jan Ruta would make sense to clear up cow space. And we're doing questions about, like, Jan Ruta trade rumors. It's like, no, there's not a rumor. That's just us saying, like, that's what we would do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ryan asks, hi, Dan. Hi, Taylor. How do you, what do you guys think about that nice goal scored by my favorite player, Rust? Go Pens, rest of the season. The empty netter? It was a nice empty netter. It was a nice empty netter, but it's an empty netter. They should leave all the grading of empty netters up to Jake Gensel. You know? Yeah. But it was. He, he actually wasn't that Roman Yossi he was down there against. I that's so, yeah. yeah, I mean that's 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 some pretty impressive stuff here. Uh Gary says, stop with the speculation. The trade deadline is three days away. Hold your breath. Well, I, you know what, Gary? Actually, the one thing that you can say is that when you clear out this much cap space, okay. When you move Kapanen, when you wave again, whether he clears or not, if he clears, they're swimming all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay, what would be the number? It'd be like five point seven. If, if no, so if he if he clears, gets sent down, it's around four. Um, if he gets claimed, yeah, it's five point seven. That's a whole lot of hockey player. Yeah. That you can acquire. Yeah. And all you got to give up, all you got to give up are draft picks. We've seen that now around the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams are moving players for first-round picks. These guys behind us just did it with Matthias Ekholm, yeah. who is an outstanding defenseman in the National Hockey League. I hate to say this because I don't like Edmonton, but the Oilers just got a whole lot better uh, tonight here. Let's see what uh, Bob has to say. How you how you going to say it was just an empty netter? It was a heck of a play and a determination. Okay, I mean, what, what do you want? It was the greatest goal ever scored. The greatest empty netter I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean... I'll take the one Sid had over a real live goaltender. How about UC Soros looked like he was getting ready to pitch a shutout here. Yeah, he, he absolutely did. But uh, yeah, nice goal by Sid. Nice pass by McGinn to set it up. Here's proof that Austin Gwartz is actually Jason Zucker in disguise because he says, Should Sully consider Zucker on power play one? Zucker thinks he the- is on PP one. Please <laughs> share with the citizens. It was, you know, it was, it was the morning skate. And so when they do the power play work, the morning skate, they're, they're working, you know, power play one is at one side, power play two is at the other side. And they're not working simultaneously. It's like power play one will go. And then when, you know, they're done, they take a break and then power play two goes. So, so Zucker scored a really nice goal for power play two. Um, during the skate and he's he's celebrating for like a good 10 seconds with his arm raised and he's yelling like power play one power play one so he's saying like his unit is is pp1 so mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Doug McKinney says, Taylor, who's a good penalty-killing forward in Wilkes-Barre? Jonathan Gruden and Philip Hallander. By the way, if you want to know what that beeping noise is. They're raising the... Anytime in any arena, the scoreboard is taken up or down, which here, because of all the shows and everything in Nashville, they have to get started right away on redoing the arena. Penalty-killing forwards, um, the two best that are on NHL contracts are Hallander and Gruden. Gruden is hurt right now. Coach um, likes Hallander. The GM likes Gruden. Yeah, Hallander. Back as long as we're clear on that, who yeah. likes who here? Yeah. So I mean, we've we've already seen them. Um, no one, no one. It's a surprise. Bob says, "Can you explain if you're put on waivers, how can you still play? Is it because he hasn't cleared from waivers?" Yeah. So you put waivers are 24 hours from two o'clock to two o'clock. Teams can put in claims for that entire 24-hour period. It's not first come first serve. Um, a team could put it out. You know. Uh, a claim at 2.01 p.m. and another, it, they don't get them. Uh, you have 24 hours. Uh, we've seen a, a couple of, yeah, so they're on the roster until they clear or they get claimed. So that's why Begin was able to play. We've seen a couple of examples like this uh, with the Penguins a couple mm-hmm. years. Sure. You know, yeah. in recent years. So. Clint Novak asks, should the Penguins sign Yarmir Yager and say, please just play the power play? All kidding aside, how can this power play be so horrible so often? I think I have an answer for that, Clint. I think you might have sneaked it into your question. When Yager was with the Penguins, meaning before Mario's unretirement, who was the quarterback on the power play? 68 was. Everything ran through him. Who was the last guy who quarterbacked the power play for this franchise? It was Phil Kessel. Okay, a lot for all the... Everyone wanted to make like some kind of a meme out of Phil Kessel, okay? But Phil Kessel is an elite power play quarterback just because he wasn't doing it from the point doesn't mean he wasn't doing it all of the plays ran through him over on that half wall and even when phil would rotate around remember when he would do that circumventing the entire zone that was all phil this team with immense respect to sid and gino and Latang, does not have that player and as a result everything has to click all five guys have to click Yager has five goals, nine assists in 24 games. See, I knew she'd be the one yeah. to take you seriously. Yes. <laughs> they should bring back Yager. <laughs> uh, this question comes in from YouTube. Do you think Pittsburgh makes any moves with Vancouver? Why Vancouver? I mean, I don't know. There are a couple yeah. teams looking there to sell. There are a lot of teams that are looking to sell, including the one that's behind us. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't limit it to any, any kind of specific scope on that. The one thing I will say, though, if you're – if you're on Hextall and you're not looking for some kind of way to upgrade your depth down the middle, mm-hmm. then you're swinging and missing. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Danny. Um, you know, he wrote a, a, a column with like, like potential options. He had Nick Bukes set on there. Nick Bukes said was held out today for trade-related purposes. And everyone um, who's watching this is going, "Yeah, Nick Bukestead would come and here Cameron. and play one out of every ten games." Because that's how, that's how he, his Pittsburgh he career went. Upgrade over Carter. Not if he doesn't play. Carter's not really playing. That's a good, good line. Saving that one up. <laughs> Eric says the big takeaway for me tonight on the positive side. Somebody yeah. brought it up. Tristan Jari's performance, meaning in a positive sense. Yes. This team doesn't go anywhere without Jari leading the way. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. Uh, I thought, Taylor, aside from the two breakaways and everything, he just looked really aggressive and really in control and a little bit snarly. What is that about him, by the way? I, I don't know. I think we're, we've seen that a lot from him this year. Yeah, where he's all no, he's always been a little feisty, like yeah. chirpy. 
but he's, he's like, at his best when yes. he is. Yeah, aggressive. Um, when he and when he's confident, he's you know I'm just thinking like he's a big talker too. You back back to the Marsh and like how about that effing save moment? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's how he, he is when he's like at his best. He is a little aggressive like that. Do you think he, he would play both games in Florida? Just let him let him start playing. Might as well. Might as well. There's, there's, games, there's a day in between. It's not a There's a day in between every game <laughs> on this trip. To me, I'm I'm playing. We've seen enough uh, of Casey DeSmith. There's nothing. There's nothing else that we we have to add here. Um, we're going to take just a couple more here tonight. Perennial asks, what do you think the chances are that either McGinn or Friedman gets claimed by tomorrow afternoon? Um, I'd be pretty confident that Friedman clears. Um, I mean, he is a good. Six, before, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, because yeah. that's how we got down there at the start of yeah. the season. Uh, he really hasn't played a lot in the NHL since then. I think he has 11 games. Um, I, and again, I don't know. I think maybe Carolina takes another flyer. These people doing it. They're like, I have no idea they're like they're... dumping all oh, the yeah, smoke. No, there's steam coming out of it. That's the, all the steam that they didn't unleash for all the goals. That's the <laughs> built up steam from the goals that they didn't get to use. Wow. No, that's what that's gotta be what that is. Uh, okay, last one today goes to Daniel Neal, who says, "So should Zucker be the QB on the wall?" He no, he doesn't have anywhere near that level of distribution skill. And by the way, the other thing that it takes to be a quarterback on a power play is that you have to have elite retrieval skill. If you don't know what that is, picture here again. I'm going to go back to Phil, but the puck rimming around the boards and coming over to Phil's wall, he would get the puck and turn and in the same motion be completely set for absolutely anything on the rink, including the possibility that he'd release his own shot, which was what made Phil the most effective when he'd step in. This has been like the all Phil Kessel episode. Sounds like they need to go and get Phil Kessel here. <laughs> I would take Phil back in a heartbeat. I don't I take don't, Yager. So. And she would take Yager. So we'll have somebody on either wall. We'll put him out there with Sid, Gino, and Latang and call it a day. Yeah. Guys, thanks for watching and, and all that other stuff. Appreciate it.